Hello, hello, my good people. It is I, Fanboy Will, your good buddy. And guess what? You've just tuned into part two of our season finale. That's right, as promised, ZombieBot and I are back with more musical mayhem, starting off today with Mage, Takpum System, Huru Gurus, The Screamers, Exodus, 400 Years, Lashat, Das Oath, and the last song of the day will be by The Saints. We also have some tributes today, as promised, to some legends who have recently passed on. The likes of comedic legend Gilbert Gottfried, lead singer of the Saints, Chris Bailey, and hockey legend and New York Islander, Mike Bossy. Also, on the season finale, we will have some news featuring the likes of Gospel and the newly formed Ready for Death. We are very excited about both. We are very excited to bring you the news on both of these things, so please stick around for that. And as usual, when we return after that block of music, we'll be joined by everyone's favorite friend. That's right, ZombieBot will be joining us. So hey, everybody, you've got no reason to leave. Grab a snack, sit down, open your ears, and enjoy. KYRP, the Kill Your Radio Podcast.
Down here, please. Monica's gave it. Hi, everybody out there who's listening. It's Mom here. And listen, you listen to my son's favorite show, the Kenya Radio Podcast, where they play all this stuff my son likes. They play punk and metal, and they play the hardcore music, and they play the hippie hop, and they play all sorts of stuff I don't like. Okay, but anyway, you should check them out because they're really great. Bye! Fire my eyes Nothing can save them now You 
Attention, puny earthlings, you are now listening to the way out sounds of the Kill Your Radio podcast.
Everybody, as promised, we have returned. What is going on, Adam? Yo, what's up, man? Why is your shirt off? I don't know, but it's not even hot. For some reason, my shirt has come off. And And he's wearing nipple plates. Adam gets to to gaze upon the glory that is my matted, hairy chest. (laughs) Actually, I, I, I really don't have a lot of hair. It's funny, being a Scotsman, like, the only real hair I have is on my legs. So oh, I yeah, guess your hairy ass knees. Yes, it's it's the Scotsman thing because we don't need hair on the rest of our body because it's all covered. The only thing that isn't is our legs. So we have exactly. to we have to have the hairy hairy legs. I got my uh my little uh, high top fade going today. Adam's Adam's hair is the highest I think I've ever seen it. I could jump a car off of his hair. There's nothing in it. This is just how it grows when it's not. Because, you know, for years, I always either, like, combed it down when I had the shag. Right. And then when it was long, it just fell. But this is me doing That thing is, natural. I'm jealous of the volume on that. That's, that's a lot of volume going on there. Dude, it's like 1976 Eugene Levy. You've got some You've got some Tommy volume going in your hair there. Oh, what up, Tommy? <laughs> it's a little inside, a little inside joke. Oh. Oh, nice. Shout, got out, shout out to Tommy volume anyway. What up, Tommy? Listening. But anyway, uh, hey everybody! Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, as promised, we we have returned with part two of our fantastic season finale. Uh, uh, we ripped through uh, part one kind of quickly. Uh, I wanted to make this a two-parter, obviously, because Adam and I didn't want to have you guys uh, uh, having to endure like a three-hour or whatever episode. So we figured the best thing to do would be to 
to split this sucker up into two parts. Uh, but unfortunately, we start today with kind of some uh, Bad. some sad news. You really yeah. don't want to start off the top of your of your show this way. But uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, a band who means a lot to uh, both Adam and myself in, in a lot of different ways, uh, The Locust, has uh, lost one of its founding members in hardcore and punk, has lost one of its, its most talented drummers in the uh, name of Mr. Gabe Serbian, uh, unfortunately has passed away at the age of only 44. Uh, I woke up this morning, and uh, like I do every morning, I always check my my news stories, and, and uh, just... just happened to come across it, and I said, oh my God, and I said, I wonder if Adam knows this. And just... So I, I kind of quickly sent it to him, and I don't think he knew yet, and we both kind of found out at the same time. And it's fucking it's, it's awful. It's very, very sad. Um, I think today was going to be his 45th birthday, actually. Yeah, so. he's exactly a year older than me. And like, yeah. so, holy and he's, shit. I mean, man. He's a whippersnapper compared to me by two years. But, uh, but yeah. anyway, uh, not the point. The point being, unfortunately, he has passed away, obviously, very young, and it is very, very tragic and very, very sad. Uh, so we would like to... Uh, 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 pass along obviously our condolences to his friends his family his his bandmates uh, both former and current and uh everybody in the uh punk and hardcore community has lost a big one uh it, it you know adam and i uh i think one of the reasons we really kind of got into uh the chaotic kind of stuff is from listening to the locust is one of the bigger yeah. one of the bigger influences in that for us both um so the jenny you know, pickle uh, split is the one that got me i remember hearing that i'm like what the fuck is this this is yeah like just next level. I remember I was at a show. I've probably told the story on here before, but I was at a show out in Long Island, and one of my buddies, uh, we were going through seven inch bins, mm-hmm. and my buddy slipped me the first Locust seven inch. When it was just Locust, he slipped me the slipped me the seven inch. He said, "Listen to this, and and tell me what you think. Come back, come back tomorrow, and tell me what you think of that." And, like, and I came back, fuck? and I was like, "Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, just, just." absolutely insane if you've obviously if you've never heard the locust i highly recommend or now the locust if you've never heard anything by them there you go the original the original adam's holding up his original locust belt buckle i remember when they yeah. first issued that one it was dope but uh yeah so uh, a huge influence on both adam and myself a huge influence on on the hardcore community in general uh with this kind of like crazy drumming style that that so many people try to kind of emulate now yeah, um, he was but just doing and one of the best. So the uh, best. Uh, rest in peace, Gabe. Very saddened to hear. I saw uh, a few about times that. on like, the same tour. I dropping shit. Adam Adam is going over now to his to his record collection, probably to pull out all of his all of his locust regalia. I should. No, I said um, I remember seeing <laughs> I remember here's another kind of a acute uh, related story. Uh, many, many years ago. You probably remember this, Adam. My mother was going out to San Diego on yes. vacation. And I said to her, this is like when I first started getting into like, you know, the Spock Rock stuff. So I knew that they were going over to my mom was going to San Diego. So I said, since you're going to like the hub of that sound, go over there and look for these bands for me. If you could find any shirts or patches or whatever of these bands and bring them back. So I sent my mom over with very explicit instructions. She came back with three things. She came back with a locust shirt, which didn't fit me, but it fit Adam. It did. And I remember you like shrunk it, I think, in the dryer or something, or you screwed it up somehow. Microwave. It was the red locust shirt. I it was put the it in the red microwave. Shirt, the red shirt with the black ink on it. Yeah. Yeah, it was just the locust symbol on it. And Adam managed to fuck it up somehow. But anyway, I got I got that. I got the uh, Crimson Curse shirt, the original with the with the original uh, Return of the Living Dead or yeah. art on it. 
Um, and uh, I got a, a swing kid shirt. So Ooh. I got three shirts from my mom's trip out there. So that was God, that was kind of cool. You know, I mean, that just but, is covered up in my room. Maybe they'll make a locust <laughs> figure now. Uh, are they going to? Or they I know should. there's been a few like uh, independent artists have made their own. Yeah. But uh, I've always wanted to because I don't know if anybody knows, but I've been making custom figures over the years. You have. And I've I've always wanted to kind of do a Mego version where it has like the, they have the real cloth costumes and everything. And you could do it, man, with a fucking. Yeah. You know, I'm sure J people will be down. Like I would totally do one of the Tron suits. That would probably be the easier one to do. Yeah. Yeah. But goddamn, they were great live too. Yeah, man. We saw them. They're still they're still doing stuff, but you know, obviously, uh, uh, Justin is very busy. He's got a lot of things going on with uh, with his other bands, and he's also you know basically one of the members of uh, running three one G. So he's a busy dude. He has a book. He's a busy guy. Um, The book was obviously. Obviously, uh, he's one of the people we want to send our condolences out to. It must be very, very rough today. Um, I can only imagine. So, unfortunately, that's the way we have to start off today's show. But we we did actually play you some music besides all that stuff. Uh, We started off today with a band by the name O-Mage. That's right. M-A-Y-G-E. That is another insane band on the Gravity Hill Records label. Um, This time around... Uh, Mage is a group, uh, kind of consists of one guy. His name is John. He just kind of goes by Mage. And, uh, the name of that song is I Don't Want to Go to the Beach. Kind of a fun little, uh, egg punk song mm-hmm. off of, uh, his self-titled cassette. If you'd like that and like what you're hearing, head on over to, uh, Gravity Hill on Bandcamp and pick that sucker up for yourself. Yes. Shout out to AJ Cortez over at, uh, Gravity Hill. I don't want to go to the beach because it activates my hot foot. (laughs) I want to go to the beach because Mr. Gaines doesn't want to get a hot foot. (laughs) But anyway, after that, we had uh, a kind of a rarity. That was Takpum System. I'm trying my best French here. Uh, Off the Asmodee 7-inch on Discs TPS is the label. That is a heavy psych band out of Paris, France. That's from way back in 1971. Uh, if you want to go dig into the crates for that sucker, the uh, B-side, I'm going to try again with my friends, is Il Fait Bon. So, Ooh. yeah, if you're into kind of like uh, heavy psych, even though you really can't particularly understand the lyrics, I can't. I just dig their sound. Um, good heavy psych. Kind of has a Zeppelin-y tinge to it a little bit. A bit. But uh, also has kind of a bluesy, which Zeppelin obviously did too, sound to it. Um, so if you like that kind of thing, give them a shot. Uh, it's kind of a rarer one. Uh, I think to find that sucker on uh, a 45 is kind of like a mission. But if you can, good luck. Uh, after that, Adam, you want to take that one? That was one of your uh, what are your uh, punches? Yeah, a little uh, actually, a little. What's up, back to Tommy? Um, Huda Gurus with "I Want You Back." Great song. Um, you know, just a good Australian, I guess, new wave power pop. You know, they're just kind of one of those bands who just did a little of everything at the time, but. Uh, you know, that was one of their songs later on covered by the Star Spangles, friends of yep. ours. Um, that's just a fucking catchy ass song. I don't know. You, have you seen the video fun, for it? A fun tune. The weird video with like the little dinosaurs and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Because the album has like the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs on it. And on then the front, like, yeah. you know, then they, they go to the pit and then Mr. Gaines is yelling at them. <laughs> Man, today Adam is obsessed, with, today Adam is obsessed with Mr. Gaines, the cook from a different world. Dude, that show was dope. A Different World is a great show. There's, Before, there's no you know, I, I, I'm going back and watching all my old shows. I was watching, uh, you know, 
Oh, I'm watching that now. And then, la- you know, a couple last couple of weeks before that, I was watching Head of the Class. Yes, yes, classic. Are you, you know. watching Charlie Moore or Billy Connolly? Both. I mean, Billy was only on yeah. for a season. It was only watched, one season. That was the end, yeah. You know, and I watched the entire series, but it was great. Because on this show, if there's one thing, if there's two things we go on tangents for here, two definite things we do is we certainly go on tangents for pro wrestling. The other thing we go on tangents for is our sitcoms. Yeah. Yeah, look at I found it <laughs> so. a dollar bin. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was actually listening to them the other day. I was going through uh, somebody's somebody's YouTube channel, and yeah. uh, they popped up on there. Did you hear their, was it their cover of Hey Bulldog or whatever? Yes. Yes. But, yeah, dude. Fanny, really awesome that's a, shit. Yeah, that's a, that's a good find. A dollar, a dollar. Yeah, you're kidding me. No, I found it for a dollar at the uh, this place in town. I was actually going to throw them on a list, probably an upcoming an upcoming nice. show. So, oh, we have a visitor. There she is. What's up, Dev? It just wouldn't be a show unless we had Debbie Cat making an appearance. <laughs> Debbie, why don't you just? She's basically assaulting Adam with her tail right now. Dude, this is what happens all day at work. I'm trying to use she the thinks, computer, and she's just right there. She thinks your hair is another cat, I think, is what the problem is. <laughs> Adam's hair is so high. He looks like the guy from fucking Beetlejuice. What's his name? Balto? The the, the guy who goes into the house? Oh, the, the, the spe- Baltho, yeah. Oh, oh, Balto! Balto! Oh, ortho. Oh, ortho. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he, he kind of looks like uh, Cam from uh, Modern He does. Family. Yeah, he does. He does. Like a gothy version of, of him. But, uh... Yeah, my hair is large, man. I got to get it's it. It's large trimmed. and in charge. Speaking of large and in charge, how's that for a segue? This other band is a biggie. That is, that was The Screamers with 122 Hours of Fear. The Screamers, one of the kind of today, uh, a big thing in the punk scene again, just happens the to synth. be weirdly synth punk has come back in a big way. And uh, this is one of those bands that are like basically one of the founders of that sound, if not Completely. the founders. They were the founders, uh, I believe. Of of the sound, yeah. So never really heard Oregon or, or synth or anything like that in punk until the Screamers came along. And the cool thing about the Screamers is I think they were more or less primarily a, la- a, a live band. They didn't do yeah. – they don't have a hell of a lot of uh, evidence on it's vinyl. It's just a demo that was yeah. impressed a few times. Which is, which like is the- amazing to think because they're so good. But that actually, like, the hair looks like me on the cover of it. Yeah, it does. It's all blown out. But uh, yeah, so a band that goes way back to its roots are in 1975 they were formed. Uh, they're kind of cited as the first wave of uh, L.A. punk and synth punk. They 100% uh, so were. They're, they're, yeah, they're in both of those scenes. So if you want to kind of go to like that early L.A. punk sound, which Adam and I both love, they're one of those bands. And they're also one of the founders of... I guess you could go as far as saying they kind of like sparked off the whole egg punky thing, even yeah, though I mean, remember, go, I mean, their lyrics are more straight punk. But if you put the synth into it, you know, what am I looking at right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's Debbie's tail. Debbie's tail has completely covered Adam's face on the video portion of the podcast. But Debbie, uh, <laughs> it's just a still big, long, bushy black tail in my way. Debbie, stop. So that's what I'm talking to right now. I'm not talking to Adam. Dude, this is what happens when I'm working. I have to look at the computer all day that she's just there. Oh, another random factoid. Uh, Jello Biafra was heavily influenced to start a yeah. band by the Screamers. B- and uh, I actually, if I you saw, want a little factoid. I saw the Screamers back in like 77 in LA when I was living there with, uh, you know, with uh, the germs. No. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I was going to say you you what you were born in 75 so basically uh, you were 2 78 yeah I was not even born I always forget I always think you're about the same age for some reason you know but, I would have been 2 I would yeah. have been 2 years old then it would have been good to see but yeah I mean also I later wish on I could take, like certain things I wish I could take time machines for that's, and one, that's one for sure and yeah. they, I mean they were on later on covered by Lashak who were kind of like the the rebirth of the Yeah that was when that whole sound kind of reemerged again with and, Hot Rod Todd yes and then one of the one of the better kind of uh, modern day uh, uh, versions of that kind of stuff. And it but, all uh, yeah, so that was uh, the Screamers. After that, uh, a band that uh, Adam and I both love and uh, kind of like putting a little bit of metal back into our systems. That was Exodus with a lesson in violence off the infamous uh, Bonded by Blood, one of the kind of original, uh, heavily uh, inspirational thrash albums from back in the day. Hell yeah! Uh, one of the one of the kind of big thrash acts out of the uh, of Bay the big- Area that kind of gave birth to obviously Metallica and everybody else, and uh, they're one of those uh, bands. As a matter of fact, uh, Kirk Hammett Was just it? happened to be in Exodus. Boom! I got it too. I got it the other day. Adam showed me the Paul Bailoff figure. Of course, I can't that- open it. I, I'm not going to open mine either. I almost ordered another just to read the Z. Yeah, Super 7, uh, the toy company who, uh, if there's any of you who don't know who Super 7 is, they're uh, kind of a toy company who does uh, toys of basically things that everybody wanted growing up and never got. One of those being they're doing a bunch of punk and metal figures, and they just happen to put out a Paul Bailoff figure um, because he's like obviously one of the biggest figures in, in, in metal history. I mean, in so, theory, uh, they are spying on you and like, what is this motherfucker like? Oh, it, it's it's crazy. Like when I was a kid, I wanted this figure of Thundercats. They never made it. I wanted this figure for Silverhawks. They never made it. I wanted this G.I. Joe character. They didn't never. You know what I mean? It's everything I always wanted. I wanted so- a Chet figure from Weird Science. They never made it. And then they finally did, like, one of my uh, almost 50. And they finally made it. So it's like, They're like oh, what is Will like? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex- they love taking my fucking money. I'll say it again. They love your money. God bless them, though. They uh, they do some amazing work over there. So I think uh, this week outs. is... Um, they're doing something this week, right? They're always dropping something. They're killing me. They're fucking killing me. The thing is, uh, it'll hit me. I have to look at their fucking site, but it's... Uh, I can't even remember now. Hmm. But it's another punk one, I think. Yes. Uh, Maybe I a, think it's Social Distortion. Social Distortion, that's it. Yes. I thought it was either that or the other variant for Circle Jerks, like the black and white. Yes, something like that. But yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was Exodus with a lesson in violence off of Bonded by Blood. If you don't own that one, uh, that's that's a classic. That's a, a heavy metal classic from all the way back in 1985, a band that formed in Richmond, California. Yeah. Uh, way and- back in the day. And like I said, uh, uh, Kirk Hammond was in that band before he came to Metallica. And, it, so, you know, I have those demos of him, well, at least, you cool. know, MP3 versions of them. After yeah, that, you, can, you can find a lot of cool stuff like that. Like, uh, I, I have like, there's a bunch of uh, like demos of like Bailoff on like radio mm-hmm. shows back in the day and stuff like that. So if you, if you really want to kind of get into it, you can go out there and search on uh, Google and find a ton of cool shit. There's just so uh, much. But anyway, yeah. Uh, the next song after that one just happened to be. One of our favorite bands, 400 Years. I can never play enough 400 Years. Oh, they're fucking brilliant. And that was Philadelphia off of the album The New Imperialism. Unfortunately, that was their last album. Um, they decided to uh, uh, call it quits after that one. That was their last full length on Love It Records. Remember them? Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, at this point, they might have a reunion. 
Who knows? That would be awesome. We have to go. Like, we have to. <laughs> we have to. I mean, you know, whoever thought that Seisha would have a reunion and they're back. Yeah. So we will a go to A lot of Seisha. people who, you know, like, look at gospel. They're making a new record after how many years? And Yeah. Speaking of which, stick around. We got some gospel news coming up. Uh, yeah, we do. After the um, block here. Fuck, I love 400 years, though, man. You know, and like. That whole scene, like them, Shopmaker, like all those bands are just so good. These are one of the bands that did that that emotive thing, but they mm-hmm. did it so well. Like like uh, like one of the stellar examples. Like it, if you're one of the bands who who are coming out today, you know, there's a lot of young people who who kind of do the similar sound and they and they look to these like kind of bands for, for yeah. influence. But man, if you want a perfect example of how to do it right. Go to years. go to four hundred years. They're uh, so one good. of the better ones. A band uh, founded in Tucson, Arizona, back in the day, and uh, unfortunately, like I said, this is the this was their last album, and that was in uh, two thousand. Yeah, That's, isn't that insane to think about? Year two thousand, that came out. Jesus, I remember I had the poster for this on my wall in my room. I think I did too. I mean, I have the records. I should have had the poster. It was uh, it was like aqua and gray and black. Mm-hmm. It looked like it was almost like screen printed. It was, I and I believe wall. it was a landscape photo. Yes. After that, a band we were just discussing earlier. That was Le Shock. Uh from way back in 1999. That was She Prefers Whips. Gotta love that title. Uh, off of the DNA 7-inch. On Tiger Suit Records. Uh, you had members great. of Treadwell, and you had members of The Locust on that one. And of course, like we said, Hot Rod Todd on vocals. Good old Hot Rod. Band out of Long Beach, California. Yeah, one of the one of the, like Adam was saying, one of the one of the bands that kind of took that sound that the Screamers had and made it new again. You mm-hmm. know, it uh, kind of disappeared over the years and just got lost in the sauce. And then and all then of it a did sudden, again. And now, like twenty years later from them, now it's back. So, but again, I I thank the Locust and bands like that to bringing that whole kind of thing back. Yeah. Where you're incorporating the synth, you're incorporating the keyboards into punk again, mm-hmm. and that you know because of bands like that. Everyone's doing it again. Like, everyone is doing it again. Um, Which I'm fair for, you know? It's great. Yes. So, uh, that one was followed by another band we uh, we both love. That was Das Oath, or if you would have called them The Oath. Both is the acceptable. Uh, and the name of that song was kind of a questionable title. That was Awesome Rape. Off yep. of the Doth Oath self-titled LP on Dim Mac. I love Dim Mac back in the day. That was oh one my. of the other, like, great That's labels. a band... We left the FIT block party. That was party. the last show I think we went to together. Yeah, Might we left been. the block party from FIT because it was yeah. black. Yo, this shit is terrible. We got to get out of here. Like, Wasn't was there it? an Oath show? Let's go. And it was them and Total Fury. Yeah. And I remember everybody chanting Total Fury. <laughs> that I remember. That was that. a good show, though. Oh, my God, yeah. A good old ABC in Rio. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that place was hot. And uh, so uh, we, it was funny. We were like chilling in the courtyard and like Mark was walking around. Yeah. Like out back. Um, so it was kind of weird. It was almost like surreal because he was like a megastar to us. To us and stuff. You man. know what I mean? Like, in theory, I don't people think New York people really is. appreciated him as much. But yeah. like, you know, obviously where he's from and out in that area there, he's probably like a Chicago, mega yeah. big deal. But, holy but people shit. weren't really sweating him, really. Uh, when he was just like walking around, we didn't. We don't want to feel like fucking fanboys, but obviously, I go with that fanboy kind of as a joke. But exactly. Uh, but damn, that was a good show, man. Yeah, that was a good fucking show, man. I wish uh, remember that was who else was on that like bill. I, I just remember those two, and I don't remember anyone else on the bill. But, but if it, you don't know who Mark McCoy is, uh, he was a he was the uh, lead singer of a little band you might have heard of called Charles Bronson. Uh, 
another band that we both uh, just completely got super involved and in, and in, and in into uh, back in our back in our younger days. Uh, also, he was the founder of Youth Attack Records. Yeah, and uh, one of the members of Holy Moly. Holy Moly! <laughs> they give you teeth, B. Holy Moly! Take two. Holy Moly! Um, <laughs> this sounds like some fifties guy. That was holy moly with uh, she's just sixteen. That was the best. The Will Ferrell skit. I'm sorry to not love. Yeah, the black and like white every one. song. She just got younger and the younger the girl. We went for a ride, and how was I to know she was just twelve? <laughs> like every song, she just got younger and younger. But all those songs, the girls were like children. I know that's that's what they were making fun of. Even even the Beatles, she was just yeah. seventeen, yeah, underage, and I'm twenty five. <laughs> it's not creepy at all. It's just statutory rape. Ready? Ooh, those songs are just wow. No one even thought of it. She's old enough holy to be my- holy. <laughs> <laughs> But after that grandiose fuck-up, we played the last song of the day, and that was The Saints. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, another uh, that was one of the other legends we lost recently. The lead singer of The Saints, Chris Bailey, uh, has unfortunately passed away. Um, And uh, the name of that one was This Perfect Day off the Eternally Yours LP. Another uh, super influential group, uh, one of the groups that kind of like was credited as one of like the beginnings of punk if not the beginning because at the time they were doing their thing in australia the band yes. from like england were doing anything they didn't know about each other yep it just happened that they, they were, were doing a similar thing just you know down under so exactly and like you know it just happened to be doing their own thing and it's just like so if you crap. kind of like cue it all up with your years and your months and your dates it just happened that they were one of the beginnings they were one mm-hmm. of the originals to do it to kind of have that sound that you know groups like the like the strokes wouldn't exist Without, oh God, no. you know, groups like this. I mean, those first three Saints records are fucking ridiculously good, stuff, good you know? And you could call it, you know, you could call it a bunch of stuff. You could call it straight punk. You could call it garage punk, definitely, I'd say. Yeah, then, you know, um, they had a lot of power pop influence into them, yeah, too. I mean, sure. they were just... A little bit of everything, a mixed bag. After those, you know, after the first three, members changed. So it got a little more like just like radio rock kind of a sound. They weren't as good, but I mean, they're still good. But those first three, you know, like this, I didn't know they went by other names. They went by Kid Galahad and the Eternals. I didn't know about that one. I found out about that later on. I saw a documentary on them on YouTube like, a couple years ago. That was probably basically like their Silver Beatles before the Beatles. Like mm-hmm. that's what they probably went by like back in the day, like way back in the day. You know. But anyway, uh, that was that, folks. That is the end of our musical block. Uh, but the show is far from over. We have. Uh, we've also, like we said, uh, uh, we've got some tributes uh, and some news. Uh, so we'll start with the tributes. We'll go with who we just mentioned. Uh, unfortunately, Chris Bailey, uh, lead singer of the Saints, has passed away. Uh, I have the age here. He was sixty-five years old. And they were just sixty-five. Uh, so obviously, really young uh, in that first album, one of, one of the one of the big ones. Uh, like uh, like I said, one of the founders of uh, kind of the punk sound uh, in his part of the world down in Australia. Uh, one of the first punk bands outside of the U.S. to record a record. Yeah, that's another uh, first. 
he played guitar, he played bass at uh, different points in the band, uh, songwriter, producer, obviously singer, uh, did a little bit of everything, and he did it well, uh, and uh, yeah, so rest in peace. Rest in peace. Chris Bailey. Um, also, uh, another legend. It, it seems like all the legends are, are passing away. This, uh, a big one. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried, Adam, 67 years old. Debbie what in the heck her... is your cat doing? Uh, she just locked herself in the closet. <laughs> obviously, obviously, Debbie didn't want to hear about uh, Gilbert Gottfried. But uh, yeah, Gilbert Gottfried has passed away at the age of 67. He had been battling uh, uh, an illness for for kind of for years, and he didn't really want to like make it public. So he didn't, and uh, because uh, he himself and his family wished not to be in the headlines and everything, he kind of just kept it to himself. And so the news of him passing away to me came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was, was just like shock. wow. It was a yeah, shock. exactly. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried is died and i was like oh my god and uh, but obviously we all know him as that guy with the with the crazy funny voice i got uh, a voice like i can't do yeah. uh the guy who you know every time he was either on a show or he was on a um, in a movie as a guest appearance or he was on a radio show he was always the funniest fucking person on everything he, he was great um he must have been on a billion episodes of howard stern and every fucking time he mm-hmm. went on a howard stern's radio show he would kill me he was so fucking funny um, but I guess man, yeah, obviously, uh, a, a big time legend. The guy's done it all. Uh, let me see. Tonight Show regular, Hollywood Squares regular. Remember that? Mm-hmm. With who's um, in, who's in a square though? Uh, Shadow, Shadow Stevens, Stevens who Shadow. actually popped up at something recently. I saw he was like signing at something recently. Uh, anyway, uh, standout roles in Beverly Hills Cop Two. Obviously, Problem Child, where he played the principal. Mm-hmm. One and two. Uh, Aladdin, as you know, is the voice of the parrot and Aladdin, all your Disney fans. Many, many more B-movies and, and, and kind of offshoot movies. Uh, TV shows. He was just everywhere. And he was a podcaster. His show ran from uh, 2014 all the way up until the present. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, colossal podcast. Uh, TV work, Adam. We know he's been on everything. Uh, Cosby Show. He was. USA Up All Night. Did you forget about that? USA Up. All night. I remember that from her because I was obsessed with her. That's <laughs> probably everybody was back in the oh, day, yeah. but uh, Rod this year. But yeah, uh, not a lot of people know he was the host of USA Up All Night from 1989 to 1998. Um, so he was he was hosting the terrible movies and and doing his thing. As, I uh, loved that show. Just the oh, worst yeah. movies. They would play like the bottom of the barrel B horror movies, like the shit that I love now. That I would you know back then I was like just discovering. But now it's like I'm obsessed with bad movies. So it's like shit. Like if I wish that show was still on. I know. You know what I mean? But you got Joe Bob Briggs. He's still doing his thing. Still doing his thing. But still. So that's that's cool. Uh, But yeah, uh, speaking of Joe Bob Briggs, he is also uh, if you you talk about Gilbert Gottfried, he was also uh, uh, inducted into the Horror Host Hall of Fame. So along with uh, with Joe Bob Briggs. So anyone who's kind of hosted a horror movie over the years kind of gets considered. Yeah, uh, at, at one point for the horror host Hall of Fame, um, but uh, yeah, so he's 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 up there, man. He's got his awards, he's got his accolades. Uh, other shows: Night Court, Living Single, Wings, Married with Children, Sesame Street, and he was a voice on Ren and Stimpy. Nice. So and, uh, a million and one things. Uh, nominated for awards, um, Brooklyn Born, 
and he began his career as a comedian at the age of 15 years old. He was a youngin. I don't know. So he has been in this game for for quite a long time, and he will be sorely, sadly missed. Uh, rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, another legend who we just happened to lose uh, is a big one for me. I being a New York Islanders fan, this guy is probably one of the biggest names to ever play the sport, not only just as a New York Islander, but just as a hockey player in general. Of course, I am referring to Mike Bossy, who recently passed away at the age of 65 years old. He uh, hailed from Montreal, Canada, and uh, he had a, only a 10-year career, sadly. Uh, his career was actually cut short by an injury. Started in 77, and he had to retire in 87 because he like fucked up his back really bad, and he couldn't play anymore. He would have probably went on to set even more records. Uh, he's 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 you know uh, set a billion and one records. Uh, he was part of the Islanders championship uh, Stanley Cup teams between 80 and 83. He's a Conn Smythe MVP winner in 82, Calder Trophy winner in 77. Career-long New York Islander. Not a lot of people do that kind of stuff these days. Most people usually split their time between teams, but spent his entire career with the New York Islanders. Uh, one of the purest goal scorers in the uh, history of hockey, period. Scored 50 or more goals in his first nine seasons. All-time leader in goals per game in regular season. And third in points per game. Seventh career scoring list. And uh, what else do we got? Uh, the only player with four game winning goals in the same playoff series. How insane is that? To score one goal to win a playoff game is rare. Wasn't he, he... Did it four, he did it four times. Wasn't he on... when? The... Uh, around the same time as Chris Jericho's dad, um, not sure. Really, because his you know his dad was a ranger. Yeah, um, Ted I'm not, Irvine. Not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, but uh, also eight-time All Star, um, and the fastest player ever to reach a hundred goals scored in a season. Inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame uh, way back in 1991. So. Uh, he he's still the holder of a bunch of records that have never been uh, uh, beaten or topped to this day, and uh, hopefully they stay that way because I I think he deserves to be at the top of everything. Um, so rest in peace, Mike Bossy. Uh, said that obviously my condolences to him and his family and the whole entire New York Islanders community. Being I am a huge Islander fan myself. Don't you have his figure? Yes, I have his action figure from McFarland in my room here. So that is the uh, the end of the tributes. Obviously, we had a couple of uh, uh, latecomers, unfortunately, with 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 Gabe Serbian passing away uh, uh, yesterday, and also uh, comic book legend, a big one for me, uh, Neil Adams, one mm -hmm. of the kind of gods of of comic books, one of the guys who kind of got me into art. Period. Uh, so, obviously, uh, next show or the show after that, we'll be mentioning uh, both of these individuals. But for today, yeah. we can only say, uh, you know, rest in peace to to both those guys. Neil Adams passed away. Uh, recently at the age of 80. So uh, also, we've got some news for everybody. Uh, we do. Adam, uh, you want to talk a little bit about this gospel record that just happens to be coming out? Yeah, dude, uh, the new gospel record. Um, I'm a fucking nerd, so I had a... Hi, Debbie. I had to order, you know, every color of it. And of course, the remake of the first album, Repress. But um, yeah, they finally have a new album coming out after fucking years um, it's on uh, Dog Nights Records. Yes. You can still order it, I believe. I don't know if it's all sold out now. 
and the actual release is coming out. Uh, the pre-release is still up, I think, but you could, the uh, actual release is May 13th. So yeah, if you want to so pop it, release day, that is May 13th. It's called The Loser. Uh, as Adam said, it is on Dog Nights Productions and uh, also available, was available. I'm not really sure, as he said, if it's still around, but you could also get shirts and flags, I believe. Of they have the flags. Cover. They do, and shirts. And so I ordered a shirt as well. I didn't get the flag. Um, other news. The weirdest hey, one. Hey, uh, there's, there's kind of like a an awesome thing going on right now with uh, an old uh, friend of the hardcore community, Artie Philly, uh, formerly of Millhouse and Indecision. Uh, thanks to the news, uh, I'd like to give props and thanks to Brooklyn Vegan uh, for, mm-hmm. for letting us know about this. But they broke word of uh, a new album by a band called Ready for Death. Uh, they're kind of like a death thrash uh, band that's going to be coming out of Chicago that features Artie Philly on vocals. Uh, it's got ex-members of Pelican, current members of Race Trader, and a decision uh, on Translation group. Loss Records. That will be coming out sometime in the fall of 2022. Right now, there is actually a single out. So if you want to hear what you're in store for, which I checked out and Adam checked out, we both love it. It was fucking sick, dude. Uh, you could check that out right now on uh, Brooklyn Vegan, and I believe has made its way over to Bandcamp. I believe so. So you could check that out uh, probably on both of those locations currently. I should probably check Spotify. It might be there as well. It might be. It might be. So if you're if you're a Spotify person, maybe uh, type in Ready for Death on Spotify. See if you could find it on there. But uh, I uh, highly recommend everybody when that joint finally comes out to definitely uh, push purchase on that one because it will surely be amazing like uh, pretty much everything already touches. It's all good, uh, man. And it's, yes, I'm definitely. excited for it. Um, yes, yes. So, hey, man. Uh that's that's the end of season two. Yeah, Adam, believe it or not, it's the end um, of season two. I'm excited for season three. Yeah, we, um, we've got a lot of ideas. We but, do, uh, we do. I'm what, still what excited are we for do uh, first. I don't know. <laughs> How excited are you for the twins remake they're doing with the the Rock and Kevin Hart? You're you're kidding? Is this a real thing? No, I just made it up this moment. <laughs> but but anyway, uh, I I would like to give some thanks actually now that we're talking about kind of season two wrapping up uh, for people that have really kind of stood out uh, this season uh, in helping us uh, get our show out there uh, as far as spreading word as far as uh, helping us out in any way they could. Um, uh, first, I'd like to start off at the top of the list uh, by thanking obviously um, Hunter Steele of Gubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's our boy right there. He hooked us up with an awesome theme song, uh, some good stingers. Uh, if you want to check out anything uh, by Mr. Hunter, you could go over to uh, his page over there, his Gubble page over on Bandcamp. And uh, I suggest checking out. He's got also got a new, a brand new album coming out uh, very soon. That's actually based on the circus. So knowing him it's and his, be crazy, his crazy shit, it's going to be insane. We will play so it. Look out for that. Also, we'd like to thank our good buddy, uh, Cash Abdul-Malik, for stopping by the show, uh, being our first official guest, and uh, a great one he was. I'd, I'd actually like him to come back as soon as he can for yeah, the finisher. I want to finish that off. We have a lot yeah, more to talk we, about. He's a busy man. He's doing his thing out there in the Hollywood Hills. So uh, uh, whenever he gets a free minute, we'll have him back on again to finish that up. So look out for part three in the upcoming season. Uh, I'd also like to thank Jordan. Uh, from Spine Zine 
for featuring us in, uh, an ad for us in mm-hmm. their zine. Thank you for helping out, Jordan. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to Kelly over at uh, X Sisterhood Sister. X for always supporting our show. Um, awesome. Kind of from the inception. As soon as we started, they were supporting us. So. Yeah, so that's really cool. So thank you, Kelly. Props and thank you to Kelly. Also, another person that's been there for us kind of from day one. Good old Steve out there in the UK from Cruel Nature Records. Uh, thank you, Steve, for help keeping us provided uh, with some great music uh, off of your uh, great label. If you want to hear some uh, awesome music from uh, Steve's label, go on over to Cruel Nature Records on Bandcamp and check it out for yourself. He's got plenty of stuff, plenty of styles to keep you happy. Also, um, at the end of the show, you'll hear another new kind of a little stinger that was cooked up for us by our good buddy, Dane Damage. I'm excited so, to hear it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Adam has not heard it yet. Uh, he'll yeah, be hearing no. it for the first time tonight. So Daddy, thank you, Dane. Stop. It's awesome. I love it. I'm sure Adam will when he hears it. I'm sure Debbie will when she hears it. She is just and, up on uh, my grill today. And then, <laughs> you know, we'll get... So that's it, man. Yeah, that's, let's say uh, hi to a few more people. Let's say hi to a few more. Yeah, go for it, dude. You know, what's up, Mariah Ray? Yeah, talk about people that have been there from you know, the beginning. She's been there since day one. Stephanie. Yes. You know. Stephanie Eichmann. Jess, she's been there, you know, forever. She's doing her thing with her really cool, um, you know, aura jars and stuff. Um, yeah, she's been like me. She's kind of like discovering her art side again. So. Yeah, she's rediscovered her art which is, side. Which so, is awesome. You know, you know, everyone go and hit her up if you want to get some cool little, uh, you know, custom made bits and pieces. of. Yeah, you, you want know, something cool to keep your shit in? Hit her up. That's for sure. Hit her up. Um, what up, Debbie? You going to get a shout out because you're... A psycho cat that's <laughs> Debbie Cat, who's actually like our third unofficial host. She really is. <laughs> I mean, you hear her, don't you? Yes. She purred a couple times while we were, Do you hear while it? We were talking. There she goes, kicking it. God, you're such a dick, Debbie. <laughs> so we so we have we have a couple ideas for the next episode. We're kicking around some thoughts. One of them happens to be uh, uh, maybe like a three one G kind of a tribute show. We need um, to. There's, that there's might be a plenty of material. Um, and uh, obviously the uh, the uh, the recent passing of uh, Mister Serbian has kind of like sparked this kind of like urgency in us to really make it happen. So we might make that happen next show. Yeah, uh, might let be. us know what you think. Yeah, uh, hit us up on uh, social media. You could uh, you could get a hold of us. Uh, all of our social media links. If you go on over to www.linktr.ee forward slash the Kill Your Radio podcast, where you could find our Facebook, you could find our Twitters, you could find our Instagram, which we're on all the time. Uh, either Adam or myself, if you ever want to submit music, if you want to talk to us personally, probably the best bet is to hit us up on uh, Instagram. Whatever, man. What if they hit up on your art page too? See so your fucking yeah, lovely yeah, creations. yeah. If you want to go to. Uh, Fanboy Will Art, uh, the link is on uh, uh, our link tree. So you yeah, I've been I'm... I've been busy kind of making art and uh, trying to keep myself from going insane. You can do customs forty five thousand. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm hour. available. Commissions are open if you guys want to hit me up for some. Uh, if you need flyer work, if you need uh, logo design, if you need a uh, a band shirt made, hey, uh, don't be afraid to reach out. My rates are very reasonable. Twenty thousand dollars each. Uh, I will be more <laughs> than willing uh, to help. All, all I want is your firstborn. And twenty thousand dollars, about twenty thousand dollars per project, uh, and that's and if that's you want to look at my weird records, of course I'm just zombie bot on there, but 
Yeah. I'm if, you want, if you want to look at Adam's insane collection, you can go on that. Our link is on there as well for yeah, Adam. Yeah, and if, you know, you look at pictures of my cat every Saturday. Cause... Soon Debbie is going to have her own page, and my dog, Gemma May, is going to have her own page. And we're gonna, oh, man. We're going to hook up the links. Yeah, then I've, I've been kind of kicking around my terrible, terrible Photoshops. <laughs> Adam gives himself no credit. Some of his Photoshop shit is on point. It's I mean, terrible. it's not always on point, but they're terrible. The last couple you've done, you've gotten so much better. Like you don't even realize it. Oh, I don't know. The Billy Joel one was dope, and then uh, yeah, that one was dope. And uh, what else? You cooked up that uh, the, you did like a Police Academy one pretty recently. Yeah, I'm, it, finding fonts is the hardest thing. Trying to match fonts exactly. Yeah, like the Beastie Boys really, one was dope. You know, but I'm trying to do that for season three. I wanted to do. You know, Police Academy 3. We sh- I don't know why yes. we didn't do Police Academy 2 with the flyer of us or that. What's yeah. wrong with us? It's only we our should've. favorite. But, uh, we ooh, we got to do Dream Warriors poster. Yes, we could do that. The Nightmare font's impossible to find. Which you think it wouldn't be. Yeah, no, it's... They it's have only ones... super, like, huge pop culture thing. They have the... Why the, wouldn't the, it be I've seen there. the font for Nightmare 1, where it's more of, like, the block letter. Yeah. The, yeah, and, the jagged blocks. Yeah. And then I've seen yeah. the font for the new one. You know what I've also seen? Believe it or not, Freddy's Dead font. Nice. That and uh, 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 Fred, is it Freddy's Nightmares, the show? Yeah. That there's a font for, believe it or not. And that's the most obscure of all, I think. What about the font? Oh, the font. I remember seeing Freddy's Dead in the theater. Then in the end, they play Fishbone. There's a Their 3 two, one contact font. I wish there was. Right. There might be. <laughs> Yo, we gotta play Fishbone on here, man. They were fucking great. Dude, we gotta do Fishbone, and we're also gonna do fucking Rockapella. Yeah, no, dude, Fishbone That's my boys right good. There. You know they dude, were good. Dude, fucking look up, I am addicted to a song they do called Zombie Jamboree. Look that shit up on YouTube. You will not stop for like a month straight singing it. I'm trailing you. Trailing? After this show. I'm trailing you. <laughs> after this, after this show. Go on YouTube, look up Zombie Jamboree by Rockapella. You will not stop singing it. I and if you gotta play some Fishbone, B, you know you still like them. Yeah. Those first couple albums, yeah. why not? Their version of Freddy's Dead. That's a band I've seen so many Fish times. Bone. I saw them with my brother in Albany. My brother is just like I can definitely amazed. picture your brother being into them. He didn't really know them until then. You know, he just like, knew it was a band I liked. He's like, wow, they're fucking great. I'm like, well, yeah. He's like, I thought they were only like a punk ska band. I'm like, no, no, they do funk too. And uh, you know, they're just and they're still doing it. You ever notice back in the day, whenever there was a cartoon, whenever they knocked the garbage over, there was always a fishbone in it? Yes. <laughs> I've been there's all always about a fishbone in it. There's always a fishbone. The worst that. offender of that, Heathcliff. Yes. Every single fucking garbage can in the neighborhood had like three or four big fishbones in it. Who's eating that much fish? <laughs> who's just like, mmm, <laughs> eating it. And who's eating that shit pre-scaled or whatever, you know, but like... But uh, yeah, I was watching A Different World, and Freddy was wearing a free, uh, fishbone shirt. Yes, very cool. My next show I always love that when you're watching a show and it's like, like random oh, shit. shit. Like, was it the Dead Milkman shirt and uh, yes. Head of the Class? No, no, he had... Um... Oh, totally. Yeah, he had a Dead Milkman. I thought it was Dead Milkman, wasn't it? There was a Dead Milkman shirt on there. Um, He had a bunch, but yeah, Eric. God damn, the motherfucker loves shirts. What I thought was kind of random, I and mean, he's a douche or whatever, but like Shia LaBeouf was wearing a... A stroke shirt, like when they first came out, was in, he? Uh, in the Transformers movie, like the first That's terrible, pretty dope. first terrible Transformers movie, like you know. But dude, what about Eric from Head of the Class? Loves shirts. He totally does, especially the fucking mint ones. No, he was wearing a Meat Men shirt. Yeah, something like that. He was right, wearing right. a Meat Men shirt. He wears it a lot, you know. But uh, 
And he's all about Simone. But my next show to he watch, I think, no idea who they are. None. But like, I guess the show <laughs> I'm going to watch next after I'm done with a different world will probably be Living Single. I'm watching Good all show. my favorites from youth, you know, and old those? school Latifah. Dude, that show was great. You got Kim Fields. She was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, Anywho. and then the, uh, you know, I don't know. Summertime's coming up. It's going to activate my hot foot. Summertime's coming up. I'm getting ready to sweat. Oh, goddamn. Mr. Gaines steals that show. And he was such like a B character, but he steals it. Because he and summertime is coming up, you know what that means. I've been experiencing it around here on Long Island. I'm ready to murder people. Fucking motorcycles. Oh god. Fuck. The best is in the summer when you so and I would record shop. You would take your backpack off and there would be a sweat state of just a backpack. <laughs> that or when I had like the 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 strap, like the messenger bag. Yeah. There was the messenger bag strap going right across my chest. <laughs> Dude, I remember the summertime that was all broke. It I would was go to so hot. I would go to beverage distributors and just hang out in the walk-in fridge for like hours. Because <laughs> there was no fucking air conditioning. Or oh god, oh broke ass Adam. Oh my god, <laughs> yo! I would put my shirts in the freezer, dude. I'll tell you, man. I used to go sleep over like fucking Adam's apartments, and man, he had some dog ass apartments where. There was no fucking air conditioning. You'd be dying. You'd be fucking dying. So hot. <laughs> and in the winter, Tommy had this one fucking apartment that, like, the radiator was busted, so it would spit, like, hot water on your face during the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be, like, in the middle of a sound sleep. I'd get scalded by hot water. <laughs> oh, so peace. <sighs> The best if you get it was me. like it would go <laughs> and just spit water on you. Oh god, it was like a fucking hot camel. <laughs> Dude, just picture that shit. Getting dressed, your drawers are down. You put your drawers on, bend it, and you just get right on your right on your pecker. Oh, who you get like him? a third degree burn on your pecker? Dude, how about who calls them drawers? Apparently you. I've been saying forever. I just realized, why did I call them draws? <laughs> Is there a Z at the end of that? It's all, it's all about draws. movies. But someone would like rip the pants up and they, the guy would always be wearing heart boxes. Heart boxes! <laughs> what? Who? That goes right up there with the fucking fishbone fucking in the garbage. It's always the heart boxers. And another thing, in movies or TV shows, when someone's getting rescued, they're looking straight at him, right in their optic stems, and they're still yelling, help. It's like, motherfucker, I'm helping you. Help! Help! It's like, <laughs> it's like itch away from the person's face. Help! It's like, motherfucker, I'm already holding you. <laughs> it's so true. They're looking What's at you in your optic stems. Being one of my like, favorites, especially like on those rescue type situations, it'll be like... They'll be like, like in the water, struggling to fight for their life. The person will rescue them. They'll like bring them up to the helicopter. Their hair is immediately dry. <laughs> yeah. In theory, you know, instantly, <laughs> just instantly dry. And also, if that shit was real, you're getting held up in a helicopter, only being held on like this. There would be a string of piss that's going all the way down. 
fucking shit buckets coming out of your legs. It's like, oh god, oh I shit mess. I'm so sorry. Shirt stains all the back of your pants. And you know, half the time because you're always like, you're always gonna be like belly to belly, belly, belly to belly, belly to belly. <laughs> we can't fucking speak tonight. Belly to belly, back to back. That's the song for the zombie jamboree. Back to back. Belly to belly, and I don't give a damn because I'm so dead. Dude, it's going to be in your head for like three months. You're going to hate me. Dude, for real though, they're always belly to belly on that shit. You know belly that they piss belly. on the fucking rescue person. All this, like, oh, they're pissing on me again. And you know you smell like death. Because uh, you've just been on this fucking, like, trapped on this island with God, there's no hygiene, no toothbrush, no soap. You know your breath is curling dead people's toes. Your breath is great. <sighs> oh, ice cream guy. Okay, yeah. There, there's this piss on them, and there's like that smile. There's gonna be like this the whole time, like. Do 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 do. It's a little. I always like. Crap. I always think about like some psycho going, "Hey, kids, you want to see a dead body?" Whenever I hear that song, because <laughs> it's like demented kids song playing. Like, you ever see someone get killed, kids? Dude, do you remember when I was in Bedsty and it would be like ten o'clock at night in November, and the ice cream truck would be there? Hell yeah! What? They know what's up because <laughs> you just probably you're probably like on your way to a party. You're all jade up. You're like, you know what I can use right now? Some ice cream. Yeah, and that's when the when the ice cream man comes through. You're like, hell yeah! So you have the munchies, dude. One of the weirdest ice cream combinations was the one it was like the clown with a bubble gum nose. Yes, I love those. Those and bubble play it was the baseball mitt with the gum and the yes. the baseball in the middle. But you know, and ice the Spider Man with the eyes. The eyes were gumballs. What was the point of that? You ate the ice cream, and what are you going to do? Swallow the fucking gum? Yeah, it's like you're eating gum a piece of go ice well. cream. You're eating a piece of ice cream as you're eating the as you're eating the fucking and cookie gum. It was like a cookie. It was like an ice cream sandwich with a thing, you know. And then the WWF ones. It's like a T-bone steak in the middle of an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gaines meatloaf. <laughs> That's like a big chunk. I just came up with new. It's called a meatsicle. <laughs> it's like frozen fudge in the middle. It's just a big hunk of beef. <laughs> I wonder if there's any vegan ice cream in them. I don't know. There could be. Who you knows? know, maybe not here, but like probably in like, you <coughs> know, in Brooklyn or in, uh, in Philly, you know, like the actual city parts. I miss those, though. That was good. I used to love that. Uh, the, the bubble play was like my favorite because like I remember the ice cream and the baseball glove was like a it was like a cherry kind of. It was. It was almost like a cherry and a strawberry kind of a concoction mixed together. The best thing uh, to do, really, if you're on the ice cream line, fart on a bunch of children. <laughs> <laughs> or just or just fart really bad in general. So the person in front of you hurries and like because you know they always take forever. They're like, I want, um, I want, uh, just fucking hurry up. That's when you fart. Blame like this. Now you farted, Ramon. No, that's when you just that's when you just straight up base someone on the line in their face as hard as you can. And just disturb everyone. They all just take off. <laughs> oh God, you're just getting so much ice. Like, oh, do you have like eight kids? No, I'm gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slob. I hate myself so much. <laughs> I cry myself to sleep quite often. Dude, it's all bad. Did I take you somewhere in uh, on the LES that had fried candy bars? Um, A lot of chip fried. shops do in, yeah. in England and stuff. So it might have been one of those chip shops. Probably been one that you one cried I went in. to that was like amazing. You and would... I almost cried. It was so good. It was so good. Oh, Debbie's back. 
Dude, what is with you today, Devi? We got one of your favorite things, probably mushy peas. Dude, those are good. I'll, I That's mean, so British. The other day, I definitely had beans and toast. There's nothing more mushy. There's nothing mushy. There's nothing more British. There's two things that are extremely British: mushy peas and beans with like everything you eat. Yeah, like Heinz baked beans with everything. I do. I had that the other day. Beans and toast, man. It was uh, great. Poor man's meal. And then I had that, and then I put the uh, malt vinegar on it, you know? The poor man's meal that you wouldn't eat, but it's one of the poor man's meals. Uh, a toasted tuna is a is, is a famous, but you don't eat tuna, so. Who does? That is a poor man. My dad beans. and your mom? <laughs> yeah. I would get angry. Like I said last episode, I think I would get angry at my mother for eating toast, uh, eating a tuna. Toast. it smells. Bitch, stop cooking toast. <laughs> I'll put my foot down. I've had enough of that toast. Don't even play the toasters in here. It's always so dry. And that noise. Looks like Tom Selleck's chest. <laughs> it's like saw Tom Selleck at the beach. <laughs> Dude, there's this commercial lot. I don't know what it's for, but there's this guy like sitting on a fucking like tanning chair like in his front yard. And he's got the hairiest fucking chest. And there's like oil all over his chest. Ugh. I don't know what it's for, but every time I see it with my wife, we're like, eh. You don't see hairy chest anymore. It's gross. Like in TV shows back in the day, you would see that shit coming out of that Everyone. shirt. It's a masculine thing back in the day. Like, chicks used to love that. Now chicks are grossed out by it. Dude, that's why fucking Georgie Animal still got so much ass. George Animal Steel had a fucking, he had another fucking, he had like a game for days. I don't know what was going on there. He conditioned it. He had a fucking straight up sweater vest. He was emo before emo. Dude, his chest looks like my hair. <laughs> it totally did. It was all blown out. It was like, why is my hair? You know, before match, he's one of those motherfuckers in the gym, like blow drying his ball hair. <laughs> he's like, Whoa, with his leg up, like on the sink while you're like walking by. Like, what are you doing, dude? It's all about that or Iron Mike Sharp's extremely long showers. He was known. What the hell was he doing in there? He was locked in there a few times, like because everyone left for the night. He was locked Hello? in the building. Hello. Hello? <laughs> but supposedly his leather armband stunk. Dude, he was great though. You know, like this is the most random factoid. He took long showers. He took re- no, like I'm not even joking. How do you know about this? I read a lot of books about wrestling and seen like a <laughs> lot so of fucking random shoot videos and stuff. But yeah, he took really long showers. Um, the like, under- are you alive in there, Mike? And then uh, the Undertaker is afraid yeah. of cucumbers. Get out of here! No, he's 100 percent afraid of cucumbers. Google it. Like they're gonna come alive and attack him. Like, I don't what's he know. Afraid of? He doesn't. He in in the end of his uh, Hall of Fame speech, he had, like you know uh, after for Mania, he mentions it. Is like you know he in the end he's like yeah. Then Paul Bearer would put you know cucumbers in for those of us who know about the thing. But he hates them. He hates really? cucumbers. Yeah, I that just don't guy. like them in general. But I'm not afraid of them, dude. Like <clears throat> seriously, that guy, the dude who's like <laughs> the scariest human. I know. Guy. Giant human being, and he's scary to boot. You know, surprised he did do horror movies. Kane did. Yeah, you know, whatever that one. He was, was pretty good. Dead End and all that. Yeah, but Kane had a couple. What was that? The oh the my Dead god! I totally forget the name. Um, Cena Weevil. Yes, that's them. Yeah, that's the one with the big hook. Yes, he was good. Now he looks like a he looks like a guy like a horror guy. Now have you seen him? Now he's a fucking governor. 
Really? You're a mayor. One of those things. Like a mayor of a... Mayor! Mayor! Hey, you're going to be somebody. Mayor! Man, I'm going to be somebody. Yeah, mayor. Mayor! mayor. You got to wave your finger. Oh, I was just off camera. But uh, yeah, he, he's mayor of Knox County um, in Tennessee. Wow. Because, you know, what is he going to be like? Yeah, you got to pass it. Nope. Really, dude? I'm seven feet. Do as I'm going to be say. visiting. I'm going to be visiting Tennessee soon. So I'm going to be hitting up all the record stores. Oh. Jack White's got a record store there. I want to check yeah. out Third Man. I think yeah. it's called Third Man. Dude, records. Jack White is a smart motherfucker. He was saying that all the giant labels should get their own pressing plans so then these small labels can actually put their things out. Supposedly, he's there quite a lot, from what I understand. So, you know, the chances of actually running into him are pretty decent. Fight him. I think I'm just going to run up to him and just kick him in the shin for no reason. See what happens. You, me, outside, now. We're going to have a fight. Three o'clock. You and me are going to have a fight. Why does Buddy Ravel need brass knuckles to beat up a nerd? I know, we brought this up before. He's huge. He was this huge guy fucking... Fucking with a nerd. Like the biggest nerd in that entire school. I know. Buddy Ravel is a fucking... Cyclone aficionado. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's like a little cyclone. If there's one thing I think about when I think of Buddy Ravel, that motherfucker is a cyclone aficionado. He loves cyclones. He has rode the cyclone. <laughs> he loves Coney Island hot dogs on the cyclone. Oh, and he loves stuffed mushrooms. He gets right to the very top of the first drop, and he takes the biggest fucking bite of that hot dog. <laughs> and he chokes as it goes flying down. He does. <laughs> and all the juice of the hot dog just is like hits the people behind <laughs> him. Bites into it, the grease flies out. Scolds the guy's neck in front of him. <laughs> is it bad that I was watching a compilation the other day of people getting burned with coffee? Is that bad? Am I a bad person? I was doing that too. Because I was thinking of the wasn't it the one from Long Island, right? Where they're like, um, where they would throw coffee at people? Yeah, that for a while that was a thing out here. Believe it or not, that's the kind of shit we get up to. But seriously, yeah, it was like, yeah, people at drive-throughs would, you know, they'd get their, you know, McDonald's or Burger King coffee, and as soon as they were like, you know, that'll be two dollars, three dollars, they would literally just take it and throw it in the person's face. Which you is know, awful. if you were eating at like McDonald's when that happened, you would just go outside and murder the dude. <laughs> Why am I in that? You're like, you would just be like, stop hitting it. I would honestly be so fucking shocked. I wouldn't know what to do. I'd just be like, oh my God. Like, or you just go straight up to the street. No, what I would do is I'd go to the person first. I'd say, oh my God, are you all right? Tap them on the shoulder. <clears throat> They'd be too busy screaming to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible. <laughs> you brought me right here. That's how my grandmother and my grandfather died, you asshole. Oh, Bunch, Bunny, right here! Ah, so hot! Why would you do that to me? Ah! Is it because of my flatulence? Why would you do it? Oh, now you're beating me! Ah, the reeds, are they necessary? Ah, that's so sore! Oh, you're breaking fingers one at a time! Ah, you cruel, cruel bastard! (laughs) 
we just went on a huge tangent. No one knows what we're talking about. Oh, I know, I know. Well, we have our inside jokes that just take on a life of their own. But oh, anyway, I think we should we should probably cut it short, Adam. It's been uh, it's been yeah. it's been over an hour. You know, cut it out. You know, I think everybody has got more than their money's worth of this uh, season finale. So everybody, uh, as usual, we would like to thank you once again for tuning in and tuning in for the last two seasons. I still can't believe we did it, dude. My hair won't go down. Two Look seasons at it. already. It just bounces back up. <laughs> Adam's hair, but Adam will be back with his hair, and I will be back with season three, episode one. That will be coming up, uh, uh, hopefully, very soon. We just have to figure out. What we're going to do. We want to make the first one back kind of a special one. Um, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, the Gabe episode might be a standalone. Kind of give us some time to get the yeah, right, flow right, going, right. you know. Which, then. Yeah, I mean, it, it's we want to make it special either way. So even if that means, you know, kind of uh, we'll include some maybe some sound clips, maybe of interviews with him. Uh, we could have like, music. We could have. Let us know what you think. Uh, we're thinking about it. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Exact. But uh, that's it, folks. Uh, so thanks again for tuning in. Uh, of course, I am Fanboy Will, and this is... Zombie Bot. And, and you have just been Debbie. listening to the monster, monster sounds of the Kill Your Radio podcast. Be good, everybody. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's finally happened. I just killed my radio. It was only a matter of time. Now there's radio.